this 50s noir stands out. Today I'm talking about 1953's Angel Face. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am highlighting an old noir that I finally got to see, which is Angel Face from 1953, directed by Otto Premier. And I really enjoyed it, and I think it's kind of interesting to look at from a long vision of film history. So without further ado, let's get started. There's a gut reaction that old movies are boring. If you show someone a black and white movie that wasn't made in the last 30 years, they will switch off. And I get it to a degree. Many older films have stuffy line deliveries, plots we've seen a thousand times in more modern films, and lack the spectacle of modern blockbusters. What you might not realize, though, is that a lot of noir thrillers made their bones by featuring an incredible number of plot turns, such as today's movie, Angel Face. Robert Mitchum starts as Frank Jessup, an ambulance driver who answers a gas poisoning call. A call that brings a beautiful and volatile young woman named Diane into his life. But is Diane an injection of new life into Frank's humdrum day-to-day or something more sinister? As you can probably guess from that intro, Angel Face falls into the femme fatale noir trope. The femme fatale being an archetype that is defined by their beauty, their ability to manipulate or pull off terrible crimes. And more often than not, they bring a morally questionable man to his lowest point and a decent man into the gutter with them. So what makes this movie stand out? Well, there's a couple of things. Some that have to do with the film's writing and structure, and one that's there for the film buffs. First, we have a twist on the femme fatale. The key to a lot of femme fatales is that it's hard for the hero, and to some extent the audience, to track how bad they truly are. For instance, the male male hero may know that they're shacking up with a married woman is and that they're trouble, but she may seem unsatisfied in her marriage or insinuate abuse. They're shades of gray. But Jean Simmons, Diane, is suspect from the jump and only reinforces her villainy throughout the film. Thus, instead of the hero trying to figure out whether or not his beau is sincere or sinister, the movie centers around Frank trying to navigate her lies and how his life has become intertwined with hers. It also means Gene Simmons can own the screen as the subtle and not-so-subtle Diane. Also, so much happens in this movie. For a 90-minute movie, an awful lot happens in Angel Face. We've got murder plots, tons of characters weaving in and out of the story. Hell, a trial happens, including (laughs) including a verdict, and the movie still isn't over. And I can understand why. This constant motion means the film never slows down or loses momentum, and the audience never gets a chance to breathe. Why does that matter? Because it's a nice way to refute the image of old movies as stodgy. There's very little downtime, and we make numerous jumps in time and place. There are plenty of old movies that linger on shots and moments, but out of premiere and the company aim for maximum efficiency. And for film buffs, we have Robert Mitchum, the victim. For movie buffs, Robert Mitchum is likely associated with one movie, The Night of the Hunter, a classic terrifying noir where Mitchum plays a murderous con man. And that role is pretty close to the kind of roles Mitchum played throughout his career. Charismatic characters with hard edges who either drift towards villainy or were straight-up villains. Case in point, one of his other famous roles is playing the villain in 1962's Cape Fear. 
So it is very strange and interesting to see Mitchum play a character who feels overrun by this force of a woman. He seemingly can't resist her despite all of his misgivings, and it's great to see a different side of him. The verdict is a noir that stands out. Though it could easily fall by the wayside, Angel Face has enough novel twists to make it interesting. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.